Good morning. Question for you. Do you like surprises? Depends. Of the many blessings, simple blessings that I find in life, a recent one has been the return of Science Friday to the local programming schedule on NPR. A couple of weeks ago, as a matter of fact, it was the day before the first Sunday of this season of Advent or preparation in the church, I heard a Science Friday segment that highlighted the winners of this year's Ig Nobel Prizes. Ig Nobels are prizes that are awarded to scientists who have been selected by the editors of a magazine called the Annals of Improbable Research. The editors of the magazine research and then salute scientists' work that makes us laugh and then makes us think. I don't have any jokes to offer you from the pulpit this morning, but the portion of the segment in the episode that caught my attention and has been nagging me ever since has to do with a recent study by a group of scientists who concluded again that the success of any given individual or project has more to do with luck than it does with talent. This isn't breaking news necessarily, but it is humbling, humbling and that sentiment of humility is indeed echoed in the confessions of the most respected Nobel laureates. Those who have also experienced before getting lucky the many failures which generally precede success. History is filled with stories that show that the tales of our greatest discoveries are stories about persistence amid failure followed by just one moment of serendipity. So much for that old saying about the definition of insanity, falsely attributed, by the way, to the developer of the theory of relativity. The clincher, however, and the part that has nagged me these last couple of weeks is that those fleeting moments of serendipity or luck or chance or surprise, as was long ago pointed out by Louis Pasteur, most often come to us as the result of a combination of two things, insight and good fortune. Chance, Pasteur said, favors the prepared mind. As we are very much right now supposed to be in our own season of preparation as the church, a time in which we are called upon to prepare a way for newness, for salvation, for wholeness, for unity, for love, for joy, all said for Jesus. 
It seems to me that as Christians and from the perspective of faith or trust, we might think about what might could happen if we practiced or thought about our faith a little more scientifically. What I mean by that is to wonder if a scientist can say by means of observation or experience, rather than by theory or even logic, that discovery favors the prepared mind, might a Christian say the same? Might a Christian say that the discovery of faith is most often a discovery that comes to us by surprise, but that it is also more likely to come into or upon the hearts of those who have prepared themselves to receive it or to find it. Do not get me wrong. I am not suggesting or introducing a debate about faith versus works. I am not, nor do I believe in works righteousness, a horribly misguided theological presupposition suggesting that faith can be discovered only when or if it is earned. But I am suggesting that it might be possible, that it might not be possible, or is at least far less favorable, probable, to discover the joy that comes from practicing any Christian virtue, a virtue like generosity, perhaps, until we have actually observed over time what happens to us and to the people around us when we are, in fact, being more generous people. And that coming to the moment of surprise, Eureka, I found it! In the discovery of faith and the ability to trust only in God, just like a discovery in science is just not attainable when or if it's only theoretical. Without piling on too much here, discovering things by science or by faith are rarely, if ever, logical. Jesus was fond of remembering those seeking or preparing for their salvation and the salvation of the world. For whoever wills to save his life will lose it. And whoever lose his life for my sake will find it. In much simpler terms, as my biology major and faithful mother was fond of telling me all the time when I was a little kid wondering about things, Jimmy, you'll never know it until you try it. <laughs> the scientist Louis Pasteur's preserving faith 
if we can call it that, actually, let's call it that. Let's call his life's work faithful work, led to remarkable breakthroughs in the understanding of the causes and preventions of disease. His discoveries have saved millions and millions of lives. As he was searching for these miracles, he and his wife Marie lost three of their five children. Jean and Cecile to typhoid and two-year-old Camille to liver disease. His humility and perseverance amid that kind of struggle and proximity to death are indeed echoed in the lives and lived confessions of our own biblical laureates from Moses to Elijah and Isaiah from John the Baptist to Jesus, from Peter to Paul. All those who inspire us to prepare the way to salvation by perseverance and by practice over time. Mirroring words from a recent message from Bishop Marianne, the season of Advent can help us to honor the times in life when we find ourselves waiting and hoping for something that lies beyond our sight. As the edgy readings from Holy Scripture during Advent attest, our lives as people of faith are a juxtaposition, a juxtaposition of fear, of acceptance, and of hope, all met with perseverance. The overriding Advent message leans toward the latter two above, pointing us toward hope with perseverance as that holy experiment that can lead us to our ultimate discovery and surprise as Christians, the Advent of God. Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel is the promise that God is with us, will be with us, no matter what the present or the immediate future holds. So I'll ask you again, do you like surprises? If any of us have never been surprised by joy before, or hope to be surprised by joy one day in our customary time of silence in response to the gospel, we might consider how it is that we are preparing as best we can to be surprised. Surprised by God's joy, asking ourselves if we are practicing our faith in a way that it can actually or might actually surprise us. Amen.